1: Hey, welcome back, everybody. I'm Scott again, and with my lovely wife, Teresa. Hello. And uh, we're certainly glad to have you back. We're just enjoying our June weather in Texas. Um, it's only about 102 degrees a day, so we got a cold front coming through, and so. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, with it being June, that means two things. First of all, that the year is halfway gone, if you can mm-hmm. believe it. And second, it's six, six months, months to Christmas. Christmas. That's right. Oh my. Gosh.
1: I know. So start that layaway program
0: now. Jingle bells,
1: jingle bells. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, we, we pray that the weather where you're at is wonderful. And uh, we're, we're just so happy to have you with us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I guess, you know, we can go into our topic, which is never give up. I guess I could begin that by saying never give up praying that it would cool off. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's our topic for today is never give up.
0: Have you ever felt like giving up, honey?
1: Nah. (laughs) Yes.
0: More times than I care to mention.
1: You know, and sometimes I just, you know, along with others, we just, sometimes life just, it just gets hard.
0: We want to ask you guys out there, are you even discouraged right now? And that's the Mm -hmm. number one thing. If the enemy can get us discouraged, he's got us.
1: I mean, do you ever get down the dumps?
0: Hmm.
1: You know? Well, you know what? If you do... Join the rest of us. Right. I mean, it happens to everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't and, give up, though. No. We really don't. Let your trust in God go deeper. And we want to encourage you with some stories of our own, but we're going to start first with a few characters, and they definitely are characters yes, from the they Bible. Are.
1: You know, just think of my man Moses. You know, he's just a hero of the faith in the Bible.
0: Not go away. Yeah. And Moses was there to help them get out of
1: that. Exactly, and, and he uh, told Pharaoh several, several times to let his people go, and he would refuse, and so God would put a famine on, on the on Egypt, or or, or locust, or, or or it was it was that's where the the Passover comes from, mm-hmm. and so they finally left Moses. They go to the Red Sea. They think, great, here we are at the Red Sea. And we can't even give a cross and the Egyptians are going to come kill us. Well, our God, who's an awesome God, worked through Moses to, to part the Red Sea and the Israelites, millions, walked through on dry land as Moses parted the sea. And so they saw all this, got to the other side, were free because the waters went back down and they still questioned god moses went up to get the ten commandments while he was gone they got discouraged and started worshiping a golden cow you know we we think about this like we can't believe they did this but
0: is that what you thought the first time you heard it
1: yeah, when I first heard it, I thought, I cannot believe they would be discouraged when they see the works of God like that and they would continue to do, you know, sin.
0: Well, that's kind of the way it is with us. That's
1: exactly right.
0: We it, always forget when He delivered us before, when He showed mm-hmm. up before. Those are so much easier to forget about. And we get into another crisis, I, I've made myself a, like notes on how when I've seen God deliver me, And I go back to that sometimes because I can get so discouraged. And remember, he's going to do it again, Mm -hmm. but it's always in his timing. That's right. But our job is to not let the enemy discourage us get into disbelief and questioning and doubting God.
1: Now, and you think, why did the Israelites have to roam in the desert for 40 years? It's the big O, obedience. Mm -hmm. They didn't have it.
0: And they kept doing the same thing over and over and over, thinking it was going to change. That is the definition of insanity. That's right. Thinking you're going to get different results by doing the same thing over and over that's not working.
1: Yeah. And so, anyway, finally, Finally. (laughs) after 40 years, you know, they were delivered into the promised land.
0: And our promised land might be this new job. That's right. Another relationship. Mm-hmm. It might be coming out of depression. Those are, will be considered our promised lands. And we can get to them, but we gotta do our part and believe. That God is who He says He is. Right. And, and and Scott, I think it would be a good idea right now to sense that we need to remind people that God is a good God. He's a loving Father. And mm-hmm. I know sometimes these stories, when we read them in the Bible, He seems so mean and so harsh. And I think it could be confusing.
1: It can be. It can be very confusing. But, you know, you have to understand in the Old Testament, they didn't have a Savior. They had the law, the law of Abraham, and then the law of Moses. They, 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 didn't, they had to be like that because they had no Savior. They had a hope of a Savior. And so when you see stories in the Bible that uh, God instructed, like Joshua, to go into the villages and wipe out everything, well, that's exactly what happens to us when we give our lives to Him. He wipes out everything from the past. So that's why they had to do that in the Old Testament, to wipe it all out, have no bearing on what's going to happen today and through the future.
0: And for me, that's where I've always get gotten stuck is by, by living in the past, which keeps me stuck, and wishing things could have been different, which is really unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is wishing for a different past, mm-hmm. and it's not going to change. No. So, for me, when I just continue to move forward with what's going on, do the next right thing in front of me, and that might just be getting out of bed on time. Mm-hmm. It's all part of my destiny. But I have to continue to keep in present and be doing what I'm supposed to be doing and let all these people and the past that I have no control over go. It's done. I'm going to press on and forget what's back there, like the word says, and move on.
1: Right. Embrace your past as your testimony, period. Don't embrace your past and keep it.
0: It's not who you are.
1: Right.
0: It's just what you experienced. It it's which, exactly right. is what you went through, what we went through. And and you know what's so great about that? We went through it. Mm-hmm. We're not still in it. We went through it. And I've remind myself, if I run into a wall, either turn left or turn right. Mm-hmm. Don't stay neutral. Make a turn.
1: That's right. It's our choice. It's our choice. You know, so... You know, and I think also, honey, of Nehemiah, poor Nehemiah. I mean, you know, rebuilding the wall of Jerusalem. Imagine the discouragement he faced with all these subcontractors.
0: Well, oh, We've had subcontractors yeah. in our house. who
1: were never on time <laughs> and hundreds of cranky volunteers.
0: Mm, volunteers. Yeah. Mm.
1: So, you know what? I mean, but he pursued. He pursued. He was obedient to what God told him to do. And that, ball, that, that wall got rebuilt.
0: I don't know. I think about Noah sometimes dealing with all that. And, you know, he had a drinking problem. I yep. mean, no wonder.
1: <laughs> no wonder it <laughs> took him 100 years. <laughs> but in all honesty, it took him 100 years to complete the ark.
0: And they never had even seen rain. I know. So all the people around him, you know how foolish they were telling them that he was? Are you kidding me? Yeah. What? Rain? What's that? Yeah. But, but he had a relationship with God. And he knew, he knew this is what he was supposed to be doing and he pressed forward. You know, there's times when I'm just not real jazzed about doing certain things because I'm not being encouraged and I'm going to people for encouragement Mm -hmm. and I have to remind myself if this is what God revealed to me to do, that's what I'm going to do because I'm continuing to look to flawed human beings for my encouragement. Some days they may encourage me. Some days they they may not. And God is stable. He's consistent. He's always going to remind me, this is what I revealed to you to do. It's the last thing I told you to do. Do it, and then we'll go to the next thing.
1: That's right. And think about poor Job, honey. I mean, when you read the book, I encourage you to read the book of Job. Okay, I'm actually reading it right now. Because, you know... Satan basically set a waiver with God.
0: And we want we want to say this too, that mm-hmm. Job is spelled J-O-B. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean job. That's right. There was a story of someone that was learning the Old Testament books and he told the his instructor, he said, I don't need to read that book. I already have a job.
1: <laughs> and the instructor
0: said that it looks like job, but it actually is pronounced Job. So I thought that was a little funny. <laughs>
1: that is funny. But Job, you know, I mean, Satan basically had a waiver with God. Said, "You know, give me somebody. I guarantee you, I can make them change and turn against you." And God said, "You know what? Here's Job. He will never turn against me, even though Job had sores all over his body, his family was completely wiped out. He never gave up with God. Mm-hmm. Now there were times he got discouraged." Times I get discouraged as well, but he never gave up.
0: People, his wife was even saying, "Curse God and die!" Yeah. What are you doing? Right. But Job knew in his heart of hearts he had not done anything. He really knew that he had not done anything. But his friends were trying to make him think he did, and bring up all these things and he. But he stayed true to himself and just kept pressing forward, trusting God. It was a season in his life that God allowed for some reason. I mean, really, when you break it down, it was for us. To show True. us that level of discouragement that God still comes through if we believe.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, Job was rewarded tenfold.
0: More than what he had before.
1: Exactly. And so, because he stayed obedient.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, kept believing. Yeah. Release his faith.
1: I mean, listen to what Job says in Job 5.9. Remember, this is a man who was covered in sores, his his wife um, was still alive, but they were not real good relationship. All of his kids were gone. He lost all. He was very wealthy. He lost all of his money, everything. But listen, to what he says in Job five nine he performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted.
0: I know there was times in my life when mm. I had to just really press into my faith and believe that what I was going through at the time. Like after my father passed away, I'd always dreaded that. And I knew that just all my life that would be probably one of the worst days of my life. But when it actually did happen, I sensed God carrying Mm -hmm. me. And I knew that that's what was going on because I was so peaceful inside. And I did not stop believing. And it really helped my faith during that time to realize, you know, I got through that. I got through it. Yeah. And uh, it was a real witness to some, some people that were in the room that I didn't even know right. you know, uh, were paying attention and said to me later, Wow, your, your reaction or response to this has been incredible. And I just remembered that God was there. He says in His Word He will never leave us, never mm-hmm. forsake us. And I had to trust. All of our days are numbered. And it was just my dad's time to go.
1: That's right. And just like Teresa and and these men in the Bible we spoke about, what kept them going? They knew the Lord was always with them, and this encouraged them to never give up.
0: And Job went on to say in the Bible to Mm -hmm. these people that were discouraging him, am I only supposed to follow God and believe him when things are great? Yeah. I mean, his faith was such that he knew that in the good times and the bad times he was still gonna serve God. That's
1: right. Well they realized no human being could ever endure these circumstances if a great and powerful God had not been with them. They stayed in faith because they believed in him to be the wonder of great miracles. And that he would be he would bring great things out of their most unbearable situations. Mm -hmm. Can you relate to that, huh?
0: Oh, yes. I can too. Yes.
1: Because of their faith, they live their lives with the bigger picture in mind, an eternal view of great things to come on earth for their circumstances and forever in heaven. In other other words, words, they were living living it up. up. That's right.
0: Living it up with the bigger picture in mind. Yeah. This is just a blink. Eternity. What life here now is just a blink. What it's going to be in eternity, forever and ever and ever.
1: So, life—have you endured or going through right now? And you knew you only made it because God was with you.
0: Everybody's got something.
1: That's right. I mean, Teresa and I have experienced divorce before. Um, growing up without a dad, like I did, or raising your children by uh, as a single parent, like I did.
0: Depression. Yeah, we have experienced both of us experienced that
1: loss of job serious illness I mean there's all kinds of things parents, out there
0: losing our parents yeah
1: but it was God that walked with you through it all and he will always be your walking buddy
0: yeah he was he still is
1: Joshua 1 9 says have I not commanded you be strong and courageous do not be terrified do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go
0: I love the fact we called him our walking buddy. I know. You know, he's everything. God oh, is man. everything. He is Father God. Mm-hmm. He's Holy Spirit. He's Jesus. He's, to me, <laughs> the total Renaissance man. Sorry, honey.
1: Well, <laughs> but you know, in the Hebrew, uh, the most affectionate name for daddy is Abba.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so we love you, Abba. Yes, we do. And we want to give you an opportunity to know Abba right now. Are you walking through these situations? Are you walking through them alone? Well, you don't have to. Just ask Jesus into your life, and he can be your walking buddy too. So, right now, I would, if you would, please, um, if you're driving, don't bow your head but just listen and respond. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord, for this time we've had today with our friends around the world. And Father, we pray uh, your loving touch upon all of them. And if they don't know you, Father, if they've never truly given their lives to you, Father, would you make yourself evident to them right now by them responding to you by saying, yes, Lord Jesus, come into my life. And be my father, be my true walking buddy. We love you, Jesus, and in Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Wow! If you prayed that prayer,
1: that's right. That
0: great things—not that great things are already happening to you, but Mm -hmm. you've just given your life to Christ.
1: That's right. And then now, you know, we we'd love to have the opportunity. If you have any prayer requests, or if you just responded to this invitation. We'd love to hear from you.
0: We would. And we'd, we we if, if you go to our website at livingitup.org, mm-hmm. we are wanting to gather information from other people's comeback stories. Everybody mm-hmm. loves a good comeback story. That's right. And uh, again, living it up while beginning again is, is just that. It's about starting over. And so send us those stories. Um, we are about community. We're here to encourage each other and keep doing this thing called life and not just existing but living it up. That's right.
1: Listen, we love you, and and uh, we just pray extreme blessings on you for the rest of this day, and we'll see you tomorrow.
0: Keep living it up.
1: That's right.